0: back to this episode of eye of the tigers i am joined today with sean ha is that how i said it ha yeah yeah yeah, sean yeah right. ha and olivia hogan um today we're going to be talking a little bit about sports broadcasting what that looks like trying to you know graduating from DePaul and going into the field but first i kind of wanted to um ask sean about his time here at DePaul. when did you graduate what was it like
1: uh yeah so i graduated in 2020 so i graduated during the covid so they sent me home that like right before spring break. So that was fun, uh, but other than that, yeah. So I got there in 2016, um, went there to play baseball, uh, and then that didn't really pan out. Had an injury, and then started doing D3TV. Loved it. Loved everything about it. Did the radio at WGRE. Um, was a was a media fellow. So all that was great. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, man, that's a a lot of stuff happening. It was honestly the best four years of my life. It's so cliche to say but I grew so much, met so many amazing people. And it's such a, it's really was a good like jumping point or like leaping point from, for my career in that sense. So I uh, did, yeah, Tiger Sports Nation. Um, I did a show that was called uh, The Verdict where we tried a bunch of different foods and different, uh, like, I think we tried like a face mask one time and things like that. So uh, really worked on like my editing skills, things and like that. Uh, but yeah, I thought, as much media as I could called soccer games, football games, basketball games, baseball games, softball games. Uh, so yeah, it was, I did try to do a little bit of everything.
0: So when you graduated and I know we'll get a little bit more into, um, some specific questions, but did you, um, like always want to go into broadcasting or like, is that just kind of what happened?
1: Oh, always. Uh, so my uncle, uh, really got me into broadcasting, uh, his name's David, David Haw. Um, he didn't go to DePaul, but uh, he went to Ball State, played football there. And he actually has a radio show up here in Chicago um, on 6th of the score. I uh, used to write for the Chicago Tribune. Um, he was a beat reporter for South Bend in South Bend for Notre Dame and then for the Chicago Bears. So I would shadow him growing up because uh, I played all, a bunch of sports growing up and just would go into the radio station uh, and I'm like sitting there like, have, like listening to him talk about sports. I'm like, oh, this is a great job. Like you're not really working. Uh, so I got to meet a bunch of cool people, a bunch of athletes. And it was, that's kind of where it started. And I actually like when I was 10, I started like, a, it was a, it, I called it a blog. I would write in like the notes of like my, like, it would be like a Google email. It was like a Yahoo email. And so I'd like type it in there, like, like an article of like how the Bears did that night, that Sunday or something like that. And my parents would keep it and like, it wouldn't go out to anyone. Um, but it was something I've always been passionate about it. in high school. I uh, did our like TV station or like TV network. Um, I did, I was uh, the the editor for our newspaper in uh, high school. And then I even did my own little podcast for a little bit of sports podcast in uh, high school with one of my buddies. So that's what I've always been into. I just, sports has just kind of always been my DNA.
2: For sure. That's, that's awesome. So I didn't have an uncle that was a part of the Bears but that sounds really neat but sports were also like a huge part of my upbringing so that's kind of what motivated me and like wanted to get me in the field um I guess like so did you want to ever like broadcast a certain sport where you just kind of like okay whatever
1: uh I mean baseball was like I love baseball still do I'm a big White Sox fan they're terrible uh right now so it's been very depressing to watch uh I'm
2: sorry
1: oh it's fine it's fine I just cry every time I watch a game but, uh, it's uh, I always like enjoyed baseball because it was just so familiar to me. Um, it was easy to call, like calling like baseball games or things like that. But basketball is always easy to call because it's always free flowing. And also like doing radio, I feel is pretty, I don't wanna say easy. It's hard, but you can have a little more creativity with it because you're kind of almost like, uh, like I remember Dr. McCall would say like you're like painting the picture for them and everything yeah. like that so uh but yeah i guess baseball was my number one um i love football i love watching it i'm not the most like i'm not the best at like the x's and o's like literally in that sense um but baseball was always i i did like a like the cal ripkin little World series had something here it was like my junior year i called like the for the radio station that was like doing it across like the country for all the families back at home i did play by play for them and i did color commentary for a little bit so yeah it was baseball definitely is my my like sweet spot
2: for sure yeah that's that's really cool um i had all of these questions that i'm just trying to organize my thoughts now oh you're fine Uh, just fire them away
1: if we're here for three hours i don't i
2: was so excited i was so excited (laughs) yeah because i mean like high school i feel like too so different like it's just i don't know we did totally I did uh, some calling for basketball games actually at like my local high school back in Santa Fe. And that was kind of what motivated me. I was like, I could totally see myself just like talking about basketball for like ever. But then when I got to college, kind of like that, I did WGRE for a semester and I just was like your football update. And so mm-hmm. I
0: call
2: the coach every week and be like, Hey, can we talk about the game? Like what were the goods? What were the bads? And then like, I talk about my perspective, but um, yeah, I guess like post grad, like, you had all this experience in college like how did you get into that world like what connections did you make and like how did you dabble into like beginning your broadcasting career
1: so graduating was really tough uh like other than the sense of like you're like becoming an adult and it's very it's it's fun it's a great time uh and but more so i guess from the covid standpoint where a lot of things weren't necessarily hiring so that I had to take almost like, in a sense, a leap year and kind of start doing some other things. But I knew I still need to work on my editing and work on, you know, talking in front of a camera, even though I'm not personally on camera as much. Uh, well, except for the I we get into that later, I, I produce a, a sports gambling show that I'm on camera for for like 30 seconds a day, but still. Uh, and so I had an internship for wgn up here in chicago um they they broadcast around the country like the cubs games were like that's where all of it is but like, used to be on now it's on marquee but uh i got an internship there my junior year as part of my media fellows internship so i was there the first semester um ironically it's the last time the bears were actually good so that was fun covering them and so they had send me into like the locker rooms for uh for like bulls white Sox, cubs blackhawks uh bears all that stuff so i'd interview players and so that was really cool and really fun um and then i'd work saturdays and sundays and then during the week i worked for a local radio station that streamed high school games and i would kind of the same thing with call games edit stuff for them work on the radio side uh for their like weekday shows um but my how i got like my first job in terms of media was actually with wgn um as a part-time per diem for sports producer, so I had to work on weekends and fill in um excuse me and I got that honestly just through my internship and kind of the hard work in that sense um I would stay late during my internship I would come in whenever they needed me um I will live in northwest Indiana it's about like a to get to WGN it's probably about an hour drive to the north side of the city to Chicago um so I would just really work work my I don't know, like you can't I don't think it's where I work my tail off uh, uh for for the company and those guys and everything and so learn as much as i could and ask questions but don't like kind of also take an initiative with things and being willing to do things by myself and learn and make mistakes because i feel like a lot of times people are afraid to do that so i was lucky enough to wear like my mentor rick um Teresano, up at wgn he was the the producer that i it was like my i work worked with every saturday and sunday he allowed me to really grow and edit videos and he let me produce sports segments on live television by myself and just those types of things. And once he, once I gave him confidence more, so he started really backing back me more and then look for jobs for me out of COVID. And then, um, once that opened up, he like sent to me like right away. was like, Hey, apply for this. And so I got it. I worked there for two years uh, just recently, just stopped working there. Um, because my um just looking for just growing and um trying to get a, you know, more of a, I guess, a full-time role in that sense. But yeah, it's that's basically kind of how it started. Um I then I also work for MC Sports Chicago you know, up here. And then I also currently work for BetQL, which is a, a Odyssey station that's a sports gambling. Um they do podcasts and radio shows.
2: Oh, nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, How'd you get into like the podcast world from like going from like live broadcasting to like podcasts? You
1: know, it just kind of <laughs> happened. Uh, and so it was like social media. And so then it turned, so Becky, well, yeah, social media and it's radio shows, like live radio shows that are streamed and then get turned into podcasts. Um, And then there's some that are just straight podcasts. But it kind of just happened that way, to where I was. It was a it was a fully remote job, so I'm like, oh, like during the weekdays I could just work from home, do social media, edit stuff, and do things like that. And then once I got the job and I started working in that sense, doing more things, my role was growing. I'm like, you know, I produce live television because at WGN we we do like the sports segments, which are like. On Saturdays and Sundays, it's five minutes on the five and the nine o'clock news, and then we also have a thirty-minute sports show. It's like our sports center, but strictly just for Chicago sports. Uh, it's called GN Sports, and so I fully like edit that, make the rundown, do everything in that sense. Did that for a while. Um, that was a ton of fun, and they gave me the show that I am doing now. It's it's a thirty-minute. Um, it's at one thirty Eastern. It's the shameless plug. It's called Send It In um on betql it's hosted by like a a guy who lives out in washington dc so i connect to a computer from my home in northwest indiana to a computer out in washington dc and i use like a a streaming service to like or streaming like like obs it's called vmix and produce the show that way so i'm like the video producer i'm like the, the audio tech guy all in one but uh that's kind of how i got into it kind of just by like it just kind of fell in my lap in that sense it wasn't so much more of them like oh but the more i do it the more i love it um and the more i have also found myself listening to podcasts it's super weird but like i i really enjoy it
0: it's really funny you say that because how it just kind of like fell into your lap because when i was um when i was starting this podcast i started it last year uh second semester and i had done radio here i so i had worked for wgre i was the i was one of the news directors. And then I was on the social media team for D3 TV and I was trying to come up with something new that like is interesting that people are starting to get into. So we started to do like a Snapchat and that failed miserably because I was no good at doing that, but (laughs) we tried TikTok too, and that was pretty successful, but then we just didn't have anybody that could take it over. And um, so I finally went up to Larry and I was like, Hey, what if we did podcasts? Like I'm listening to podcast now why are we not doing this like i know that we have a radio station here but we could be doing podcasts and having either video style or just regular and now i mean this semester we're gonna have three included like, yeah it's awesome
1: that's awesome i was like just gonna say i'm I, sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but like <laughs> that's the one thing i've always really appreciated about like to paul in general but in particular d3 tv and and larry and larry for watching this i love you you're great uh <laughs> is because he's always down for for whatever like he if you can like say like hey I really want to do this and you're passionate about it and you show that like this can work he's all game obviously within reason but like that like po- like podcast is an awesome idea like I think it would do really like obviously I think it's going to do really well and yeah I had something else I was going to say with that oh like the radio uh station my first ever this is sorry a really random story I don't know why I thought of it but I <laughs> want to say it before I forget my first ever radio uh my freshman year I lived in Humbert uh, Humbert Four, oh, and no. so I, uh I signed up for a radio uh, for a radio show, and it was at three or four a.m. Yeah. Um, was my it was my slot, and I like I remember I asked my mom I was like, hey, like, should I just like stay up or should I like buy an alarm clock? What should I do? And she <laughs> so she said I wanted to stay up. I'm like I I'm a night person, so I'm like I'll just drink Red Bull. I'm fine. I'm like no go to bed. You have you have an eight a.m. I'm like okay fine went to bed woke up to like 12 missed calls from my parents because they're trying to listen to like hey are you there are you okay and I'm like sprinting as a little freshman over to WGRE and I'm apologizing <laughs> to the person in there but sorry that was just a release for mean to get <laughs> off track there though but yeah to your point I think that's the beauty, the beauty of like DePaul and like I try to I was trying to tell people when I was there and just people in general too it's just Try as much as you can in terms of like, especially if you're interested in media, there's so many avenues there to try so many different things and just grow at it and figure out what works with you and what you learn from there will always translate into the real world and also translate to like, you can learn something from doing podcasts that will work in live broadcast. You can learn a small thing that works in newspaper that works in live broadcast or like live broadcast to podcast, whatever like there's always something you can be learning and that it will change your point of view on how you view media.
0: Yeah,
2: no, for sure. Um, I want to go back a little bit to like when you first started again, like I know your uncle and stuff, but yeah. was there, like any specific broadcaster like you would watch, like if you were watching a White Sox game, like was there somebody oh, that see consistently that you were like, I want to be that person. Like I grew up watching NFL. I'm a diehard Broncos fan. And I know out here I can get a lot of hate for that but Broncos um,
1: country, let's wrap.
2: Yeah, exactly. But Tracy Wilson, I always wanted to be here. Like I see you yeah. talking to Manning Manning, Emmanuel Sanders. I was like, oh my God, that's like the dream. Like I'd want to do yeah. that. Like, was there somebody in your life that was like, oh, I want to be that person.
1: That's a great question. Oh my God. I've never even thought about this. <laughs> i mean i so i'm a white Sox fan so i like the, like people be like oh the east coach would be hawk harrelson i wasn't a big hawk harrelson guy so i don't know if you guys if you know who hawk harrelson is from I the white Sox. Him. yeah he do like the whole like someone strike him be like he gone and be like you can put it on the board <laughs> yes i i found i found a whole shtick to be a little much at times um man i mean i i think jim nance is amazing i always loved jim nance uh where are other people that would like i watch a ton of espn love like part uh, uh part in the interruption uh, mm-hmm. around the horn i thought that, that was a really good show i still think it is man i yeah i guess like the easy I, it's a cop-up i guess jim nance or jim i nance. like joe buck con- contrary to popular belief i think joe buck's got a lot better i really like joe buck now i think joe buck's really good
2: i i can i can get behind that for sure yeah, yeah. no that's really neat
1: jason benetti too for the white Sox is really really good Oh uh, yeah oh actually that's the uh stacy king for for the bulls was is probably my goats to because he's a former player he's a color commentator yeah. he's so funny and so like i think that just adding like fun to the broadcast is what it was always for me
2: yeah no definitely no i love that i always yeah. like to see like the other players too like i know i could never be that like nfl or nba i'd be like i i've not i've not ever played but yeah like it's really fun to see to oh see for sure people. yeah, that yeah. Was awesome. um yeah I honestly this this is so fun for me I've I've been having like such a blast it's like really nice to see too, like somebody that came from DePaul I feel like I came in knowing that there was like an ESPN connection I was like oh yeah call it. but like now that I've been here and like did that bit with WGRE for a while wrote some articles on it even like seeing how many other opportunities there are because you walk in you're like sports broadcasting ESPN that's going to be the thing but uh yeah like even hearing that you have like a podcast now like I don't know. That's just very helpful.
0: It's-
1: oh, it, there, there's a lot like different avenues you go to. And there's a bunch of alums that do a bunch of different things that like obviously would be more than one. That's one thing about depa is that like there's two things I've learned that like going on in the field is one, alums will do well, like will help you out in any way that they can. That it's a really good close-knit community. And two, uh, when you work with other people from depa you come to realize that, it's, that I don't want to be like, oh, look at us, pat ourselves on the back. But they're very like hard workers and also like if they don't know what to do they find out how to figure it out and what to do
0: so that's Just one like thing you've been talking to larry too much me he said, that, yeah, yeah i know thing all the time
1: i know it's <laughs> I maybe i got that from him but i've noticed it too when i've worked with people like from depot and everything uh but like what do you, like i guess i don't mean to turn the podcast on you guys and turn okay. the interviewer but like what like what do you like what do you guys want to do like what's like the what do you What's your dream job and like career?
2: Well, my dream job for as long as I can remember, I'd say like middle school is definitely like sports broadcasting, you know. But I'm like starting to now dabble in the world of like that could definitely be like I would be okay with that being like part time because I want to, you know, just do other stuff. But like that, like hearing you have a podcast, I was like so excited. I was like, I could totally do that. Like and yeah. you know, I'm I was born and raised in New Mexico. And so, like, we weren't, like, sports central and as, like, in terms of, oh, we had the best teams or, like, we even had, you know, professional teams. But I just grew up with, like, your diehard sports fans. Like, my parents were athletes. I was an athlete growing up. My sister was an athlete. And so, just being in that world and, like, watching every single NFL game on a Sunday and then, like, waking up to Mike and Mike in the morning – like, mm. I always was like, that is so fun. Like, I want to be with Mike and Mike and just sit there for like three hours and watch like, or like talk about the game that happened last night. So that's always been something I want to do. But I think I'm leaning more towards like, I'll do a podcast or I'll do like a weekly segment. And then I don't know, I've been thinking about like law, still using the comm degree because I'm a comm major.
1: Um, yeah, same. that's why I was.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs>
1: Makes sense, right? <laughs> Checks out. I
2: mean, i not. <laughs> Yeah. So. But oh yeah, yeah, I was
1: I was a poli sci major, and I went <laughs> yeah. into sports media. Just... Yeah,
2: music major actually. Oh, I'm. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I can't make that joke. I'm a music major. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like just walking in and seeing like the amount of opportunities, like I don't just have to do that. Is like, it's huge for me. So like maybe having oh, doing like a podcast or doing something about like NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever's going on, and then um also having like something to do with like law or something like that is kind of yeah i'm leaning towards right now but i still want to keep the sports like it's just been such a big part of my life for so long that i'm not ready to like quite let go quite give it
0: up yeah well yeah. i was
1: gonna say like you look at some of these content creators that have like done different things in terms of, like with sports like i'm thinking about i can't think of the guy's name right now but there's a guy that is a doctor that i'm a big fan of his football guy and um, prior to this i was talking to my dad with his fantasy football team yeah. so he's on tiktok and he does like a podcast and everything strictly on injuries and fantasy football and talks about it and everything like that excuse me but uh that's like something you could do like an aspect of, i don't know maybe like the law side where you talk about like like i don't know if like contracts or that interests you or anything like that or like the law side of sports and, and things of that nature. And like, you look at it from like a lawyer standpoint and looking at how, for example, like the bears are talking about moving to Arlington Heights. Um, Can they get out of their contracts? Can they not like, what's, what's the legal side of this? Or I don't know, other things like that, like TV deals, which is like controlling all college football right now. Um, So just, I think a lot of, I think that could be like something that like, informative but also like entertaining and fun that like sports can be such a diluted uh field in that sense and i don't mean that as a negative thing but like there's a lot of stuff that in terms of sports but like the one thing that larry told me and this is what he told me when i was uh when i was trying to do tiger sports uh nation when i took it over my sophomore year uh because we were talking about like we do the show and we do like everything we talk about like the MLB, the NFL, NBA, WNBA, everything. And we weren't getting a lot of views. And so he, like, we sat down, we talked about a strategy. And he said, well, if people want to get the best news and most recent news on, like, the major sports, they're just going to go to ESPN. Why would they? That's not a negative thing, but why would they watch us? Um, So, like, figure out, like, what your target audience is and what like what you want to talk about and just attack it and be the best at that. So we did like d3 tv like what we did d3 sports obviously and so we brought athletes in brought coaches in and would tag them on um on facebook on youtube and like their parents and everyone watching so like that's when we started to see more growth in that sense Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just figure out like what you want to do with sport like figure out your because everyone has their own style of it like my sports like the way i view sports and the way i want to present it might be different the way you want to present it and that's okay that's good because there's other people that might find the way you present sports and the way you look at it better than the way I do it. And that's fine. That's good because then you gain your audience that way and you give them the information that they need.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that's yeah. That's really, really nice to hear. Cause you know, you never think about like, Oh, law and sports. But as soon as you said like TV contracts, I was like, Oh yeah. That's huge. That's like a huge media thing. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Of course.
1: Yeah. That, that one's free that one's free that one's on the house <laughs> i'll
2: take it i'll take it yeah. as
1: much as i can get yeah
0: she'll shout you out later too yeah for <laughs> sure
1: that's all i mean as long as i get a shout out like either at the <laughs> back end of the podcast or like uh, like a little like fine print shout out i to got someone. you i got you yeah
2: <laughs> awesome but yeah well yeah i mean really i think that's all that i mean all the yep. questions that i could think of but it was so nice getting to hear your story and like talk to you about this whole thing it's really nice to hear from like a depaul alum too
1: oh yeah and like it, it was this is fun too because i mean i well like when you leave depaul like you're in like the, when you're in depaul you're in the depaul bubble and it's like your whole world And so like when you like when you leave you kind of like forget about a little bit. so it's kind of nice to look look back and like reminisce on things of like i don't know uh like i like i said earlier uh the first time i tried to do uh tiger sports na- na- like nation and i showed up like 30 minutes prior to the show going live and we still did live shows on facebook and, like, Larry was, like, what are you doing? And so then I started showing, like, way, way earlier. So it kind of changed my work ethic in that sense. It's just, like, remembering that type of stuff it was, like, super it, – it's it's fun. It's, like – like I don't say bittersweet, but it's it's nice. Like, I mean, I'm only 25, which, I mean, might sound ancient to some people. I remember I told a kid once I – because, like, another part of, like, a thing where I used to uh, – uh, one of my side jobs, too, when I graduated is I was the assistant athletic director in my high school. And this is, like, a really – unnecessary side were about my a joke about my age so I apologize but like I uh I was a kid came in for to hand me some forms and like we're we're talking about music and he's like oh like you graduated in 2016 um what uh I'm like yeah like Life of Pablo came out from Kanye and he went oh you're old I'm like what <laughs> and so that was like I was like damn maybe I am but I'm like at the time I'm like I'm 23 and so that was so it, yeah it's nice like obviously, like it's nice talking to people that like are about to start their career and start their journey. Cause it's really fun. It's like sports is, it, I'm not going to lie and say that it's easy. It's not, it's, you have to really right. commit to it. And like, you're going to work long nights. You're going to work weekends because usually when all the good sports are happening are at night and on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also super rewarding and it's really fun. And you, uh, you don't feel like you're working 90% of the time. Like when I was working at WGN, I would sit there watch sports that i'd be watching at home or trying to watch when i was at work and getting paid while doing it well i all the only thing i have to do is just edit a white Sox or cubs highlight add on top onto it which takes not that long and i fun to me but so yeah it's it's yeah i i love it um both will do great um <laughs> this is this is a great idea i had a ton of fun so yeah well, before
0: before before we uh outro this i did want to yeah. ask um you know as we are going into our fields and like other people who are listening to this podcast, who are seniors, what advice would you give them? Like, I know you came out of COVID. So like it, it was a little bit more difficult than what we're coming mm-hmm. out to now, but what kind of advice would you give for us knowing that it is the beginning of our year and our final year. And then also knowing that we're about to go off and get into these fields that we've been studying to try and get into.
1: That's such a, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, We could oh, very, be here for an hour yeah. if I if, I, if you want it.
0: Uh <laughs> you
1: know. But I mean, I would say like, and it's funny when I was a student at Sepal, so I'll start with the, the first question, like what to try to do when you're um, a senior. And it's like, really like, put away, like you can like take, videos and stuff like put away your phone and kind of just like live in the moment that sounds so dumb like i remember like someone's well, like true. talking about that like prior like prior when i was senior i was like yeah yeah dude shut up like no and uh it's and so like looking back at it and like kind of being more present in the moment and like taking it all in you're like okay like when's the next when's the last time i'm going to be you know 21 years old in college uh, like on a Saturday night, like out with my friends, you know, like before all of us go get jobs and then, and start having lives. And it's going to be tougher to meet, see each other. So I'm just like kind of taking, having fun, obviously like getting school done is the most important thing. Uh, but uh, just kind of having fun in that sense, being present, working hard. Um, and yeah, just kind of, it's the most fun four years of your life and you're never going to have anything like that again. So just take advantage of it. Um, and then as for going into the field, uh, into your fields, it's just kind of, remember that not everyone's success is the same. That you don't reach your, your success point at the same point as everyone else. Like some people take four or five years, like take five, six years, to graduate college. Some people take the normal four years or less to finish college and that's great, that's fine. You're not gonna get the, the job you want right out the gate. Um, there's, you're gonna have some you're gonna have a lot of nos, and that's fine. But each no gets you closer to that yes. And each failure gets you closer to you succeeding. Like the old Michael Jordan quote is like, I missed like a million game winners, but people only remember the like the ones I made. So like that, I just butchered that, but you get the point. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but it's just like everyone's success is different. Don't compare yourself to other people. Comparison's a thief of joy. Uh, and just you know, keep working, and at some point, keep chipping away. Um, the, the stereotypical sports is like stacking days, stacking wins, grinding. Uh, but sooner or later, you'll get there. And when you get there, you'll be able to look back and be like, "Oh, this is the, like that was fun. Like I'm happy I had to go through that." And so I guess like enjoy the process, enjoy the journey is like the number one thing I would say because if you're not if you're so worried about where you're going and not worried about where you're where you're at, and so like if you look up and you're like, Oh my God, I'm never going to get there. I want to do this. Like you all you have to do is take like one step. That's so cliche, but like take one step, worry about that mountain. And then next thing you know, you're lo- you're on top of the mountain. You're like, Oh my God, how'd I get here? And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just enjoy it. It's, it's fun and just enjoy the journey, Enjoy the process because at some point both of you would be very successful in your jobs and like doing very good things you look back like man i kind of miss when i was working two part-time jobs in sports and like was wondering like when the hell am i gonna have a day off like that was kind of fun you might not like but like i'm hoping that i can look back at this and be like man remember that whole month i worked every single day in the month of december that was fun but until then i'm just gonna keep doing it
0: <laughs> all righty well thank you guys so much for joining me um this has been really great. Um really fun. Um but anyway, uh join me next week for another episode of I of the Tigers. This has been Kiwi and stay tuned in Tigers.